I now have all 50 states represented. I have um, 4,500 accounts that are now over this past year. And I literally just started by adding them to one list because I knew Google Sheets could handle whatever I threw at it. And I really tested that. And then after two months, I decided, well, how could I make this interesting, this data interesting to other people? I find it fascinating. There's got to be someone else that will appreciate this data. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links, and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Hey friend, how are you doing today? I mean it, how is your day going? Well, good or bad, this is your opportunity, your time to gently get some inspiration to take that next step, to consciously make that move, to push your business forward. And do not think that I'm not grateful. I never forget that you're choosing to spend a few minutes of your precious time with me in your ears. And I don't mind if you're walking the dog, taking the kids to school, getting set up for the day, closing down at the end of the day, doing your admin or I just don't care. I appreciate you and I salute you for putting in the work to grow your business. Now, you already know, or you should do by now, that I am a big fan of numbers. Numbers in your business. Why? Well, because they don't lie to you. They're not subjective. They're not coloured by the mood that you're in or what the weather's doing outside. And if you use them right, they'll give you the hard, cold, honest facts about what's going on in your business. Now, this is good because they'll tell you if things are going well and how to do more of the same stuff. But they'll also tell you if something's not quite right. And in both cases, much sooner than anything else, which allows you to either pick up on opportunities more quickly or deal with problems sooner. And in short, numbers help your business grow. But I'm all too aware that it's dead easy for me to say that numbers are great because numbers aren't for everyone. Plus, my background is different to most beauty business owners' backgrounds out there. Heck, all of our backgrounds are different. So it's one thing for me to say that I love numbers, but when I meet a beauty business owner who professes her love for spreadsheets in her business pretty much before she tells me anything else about her business, well, this got my attention. Now then, imagine if said business owner has taken that love of numbers one step further to help others understand the numbers that they need to know. Well, I was hooked and I just had to get her on the show to tell you more. But before we get into the show today, 
If you're not aware of my client getting money generating group coaching program called Money, then where the heck have you been? Now, I've built my money program specifically for solo and small beauty business owners currently doing under 5K a month to add that all important 2 to 3K per month every month in revenue quickly. And when I say quickly, I mean like within the next eight weeks. And that will take you to that magical 8K a month or 100K per year. Now, why am I telling you this? Well, we've made some improvements to the program, which we think will make it work even more quickly. So we're taking on a small group of people right now to work with me personally, and I'm going to teach you everything you need to know and get everything in place in your business to get you more clients, better clients, and making more money within the next six weeks. So if you're solo or you have a very small team, i.e. like three or under, if you've got room to take on some more clients quickly, and you've not yet hit that 8K per month mark in your business, and you want my help to get you there, then just drop me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com with the subject line of money, and we will send you all the details of how to join me. Or you can just click the link in the episode description in this very app that you're listening on, or just go to the show notes pages, and there's a, a link on there. That'll start a quick chat with me or my team, and we'll send you the details over right away. Now, we've already gotten some amazing results with money, but... I can't wait to see just how many more 100k businesses we can create over the next few weeks. Now, with that in mind, no matter where you are in your business journey, numbers are important. They are crucial, in fact, to your success. Now, many of you rely on a bookkeeper or an accountant to do you know, the heavy listing for you, but I think just understanding some basic numbers yourself and where they come from will help you immeasurably. So imagine my joy when I find that in someone else a lash and makeup artist, no less, who feels the same way. So let's get down to talking about the numbers that you need to know to drive your business, how spreadsheets might just become your new business bestie, and also how you can get your hands on the tools that you need to make everything easier than you ever thought possible. Okay, so I want to I want to introduce you to uh, a new friend of mine from the Lash world who I met. Uh, well, I'll tell you the story of how we met in a little bit. But I want to welcome to this show, Shawnee Curtis. Shawnee, you are very, very welcome to be here. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem at all. So, um, so we actually met at uh, the LashCon event out in California in, what was that, a million years ago now, November? Um, November. And uh, when, how did we meet? I can't remember. I think, was it in the hall where everyone was doing the, the introduction things? Um, yes. Officially, when we had the pieces of paper, we were. it was kind of an icebreaker, <laughs> large room of a lot of people. Oh, my goodness. Oh, there were so many people in there. And, and I think I totally missed the point. I was like, I was like trying to fill in the quiz, quiz sheet rather than realizing it was supposed to be an icebreaker. So I was like, eventually I was like, I'll just solve the sheet. I'm just going to start talking to people. And yeah, then we connected and you told me what you did. And I was like, this is yeah. fascinating. I uh, I love this story. So that's when it kind of thought, I want to have you on the podcast. And it's taken a bit of time, but we've, we've, we've got you here in the end. So um, obviously you are a lash artist, but... Before that, tell us your story. Tell us your journey, what you did, how you ultimately ended up in the world of lashing. You know, it's interesting when you going into finding a niche, it's really just kind of your life experiences. And I kind of have had opposites of tract in, um, in my world. And that's why I'm a bit of a weird niche of being a spreadsheet <laughs> lash artist. Um, and most people will respond with, I've never heard of that. And <laughs> I respond, me too. I know, me too. 
Um, but I was a very math brained person. Um, I have a lot of details about my personality that really I think are crucial. I'm a middle child. I am a recovering codependent. I, um, I just really liked things to be solid and black and white. And that's why I loved math. Um, I did dance and that gave me a lot of faces and um, finding value in what I can offer people. I learned makeup through YouTube um, and then later on went to college to be a math teacher. (laughs) (laughs) And I switched from being a math teacher because I really had a passion for the experiences that I had in like middle school where teachers really can change everything about yeah. a subject. And um, I wanted that, but I tapped out and I actually went to a dance major and then ended up um, in business. I know it's such a wild ride. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to know how these transitions happened. It was like really good at math. So I did dance uh, and, then, <laughs> and then I accidentally yeah. fell into makeup. It's like, uh, yeah. there's, there's probably so many stories in between here, but yeah, let's keep yes. going. Yes. Um, so I ended up in accounting um, because I loved numbers and I loved people. And I realized that I didn't want to go the route of um, the higher education in math. I thought that was just going to choke out my dreams. Mm-hmm. But then when I started in dance, I realized I didn't want to make my hobby my occupation as well. I didn't want to yeah. kill that either. So then I went, well, I can kind of combine the things that I love. I'll start out in business. For me, school was a lot of what do you like, but really what don't you like? Just try things and figure it out. And I don't feel like education is ever wasted. You know, uncover things, layers about yourself. So I was in business and met my then um, boyfriend, now husband, and he was going off to Iraq for the war. I ended up dropping wow. out of school and got into makeup. Um which was a beautiful accident. I had a friend who was a photographer. She has a giant heart and she gives um, senior girls that are underprivileged that whole package of having their senior portraits done. Um, But I was naturally artistic. Like I drew growing up, actually before math, thought I was going to be a cartoonist because I was really good at just copying. I'm not very creative out of nowhere, but I can copy things. Okay. And that really paid played well to um, makeup. And then again, to lash artistry with just symmetry and balancing okay. eye shapes. Yep. Maven artistry really spoke to me about just how you see that. And again, with like eyebrow shape, like I, I'm really into... Um, like brow shaping and as part of my business as well. And that was in makeup as well. It's just you see faces a little bit differently. Um, So I spent that summer just falling in love with the experience. It wasn't the beauty industry though. So I kind of got duped because (laughs) um, I just chased the relationship. I, I, I just went from one photographer to the next. I just, it was kind of a rolling, um, experience where I just kind of developed these relationships because photographer don't want to use all of their tricks in, um, you know, on the computer, it's better to have that combination, that marriage between makeup and then like editing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got into bridal and then I realized, wow, I'm very summer heavy only on the weekends. I got to balance this out. So I went to beauty school with only the intention of getting a license because I said I had to. (laughs) And so I could be a lash artist and work in a salon. Um, 
it was wild though, because I was 30 and I, you know, already had a successful business and coming around these 18 year olds and, and everybody telling me this is what you have to do. And I felt like the school system was, that needs to be helped a lot because I just didn't feel like I learned anything. But anyways, um, I came out of that and did that for about two seasons before I was like, you know, lash being a lash artist, this schedule is where it's at. Like I can control Mm. all of it. I don't have to do Saturdays anymore because all weddings happen on Saturdays. I had two kids and I settled down into that, but I was very much a solo lash artist. I had found my forever home in a salon full of hairstylists. Like I just knew how to run my business. I had started spreadsheets. Um, As soon as we got married, I needed uh, to be able to handle financials just between in our marriage. And that really all just followed me into my, um, my businesses, my, mm. my makeup business, and then to my lash artistry business. And it wasn't until I really started thinking, wow, I think I might have carpal tunnel, or I would really like to venture into um, teaching, but in my own way of and adding something to the industry in niching down and who I was. And looking back, I mean, I heart spreadsheets, of course, with the EYE as a nod to lashes. It's really my approach to helping the lash industry be more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, business help um, really isn't taught in school. And people that are drawn to the beauty industry are not drawn how I was drawn. And they are because they're artists and they're going here to like either because they love what they're doing or they just love the connection. But usually math is not something that of a strong suit for mm-hmm. artists. And so I wanted Very to good. really make things approachable and kind of destigmatize um, math, make them approachable for lash artists to be able to use them in their business and um, take them further than if they were to just go off of cash alone. Because even the best artists will eventually succumb to the stress that money causes when you're not in control of it and you're just kind of passively watching it. Um, And I thought I could help. And when I started asking questions to the surrounding people, like, is this something you would be interested in? I was flabbergasted by how many Mm. people were like, yes. Yeah. The quickest yes. I'm really intimidated, but yes, because I think it's kind of a bit of an ostrich situation where people stick their head in the sand, which totally, totally makes agree. sense because it's overwhelming. Yes. How do you even start? Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm hoping that I can kind of bridge that gap and um, encourage other people to maybe get interested in that. And hopefully more people like me will grow this area of history to help sustainability. You, I mean, you, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head that this is, you arrived at the same point via an entirely different route than me, but you know, same thing. I, everything <laughs> comes back to numbers with me. It's like, if I need some organization, if I have something I need thinking out, I just, I immediately go to a spreadsheet because that's how my brain <laughs> seems to work. And again, that's kind of how a little bit, I found my niche. I end up dealing with numbers all the time with my clients and, um, and, and I totally agree. It's, it's that not something that generally comes with this industry. I know that's a bit of a stereotype, but it's kind of true. And, uh, and yeah, most people, when most people are happier sticking their head in the sand, or they think they're happier sticking their head in the sand and ignoring it until it becomes a big glaring problem. Whereas 
100% of the time, whenever I've actually encouraged people to take their head out of the sand, look at stuff, it's almost never as bad as they think and immediately fixable with a little bit of control and analysis and a good old-fashioned spreadsheet. So I, I love that you've done this, Shawnee. I really do. And you can sort of see from your story how passionate you were at each level and, and, and stage of what you did up to the point where you realized this is enough for me and I think I can bring these two things together. So I absolutely love that you've done this. So um, so we'll get onto the spreadsheets a bit more in a second because I know there's kind of now another stage to that. But something else that I noticed you did, and I'm not even sure I noticed you did this when we first met. I think it was something I noticed after I'd met you and, and presumably started following you on Instagram. But you started creating these, these Instagram charts. So tell us a little bit more about that and how that kind of came about. So interesting because I just crossed a year. March, the beginning wow. of March was a year. It's called the Lash IG Spreadsheet. All of my spreadsheets um, were created for myself. So I've mm-hmm. used all of them. I am, I, they got a branding facelift and also making sure that they were usable to other people because of course there's some things that I didn't have to write down because it's just a part of me. It's an extension of me. So I had to explain some things and make things a little bit easier, um, user friendly for other people that were not mm-hmm. my brain to use them and understand and tutorials and all of that. One of the spreadsheets. Um, it was a local Instagram spreadsheet that really I just had any of the local accounts that are in Southern Oregon. I'm in Southern Oregon. Um, again, middle child, I learn from other people, their mistakes, their wins, all of it. And so this was something that I used as a tool of monthly. I would go through and just see where they're at. Are they growing? Are they not? Some people don't use Instagram. So it's not a tool that just blanketly um, will tell you exactly what you're looking for, but it will tell you who is pushing or who Mm -hmm. doesn't care. And if they're pushing, what is working and maybe a why. Um, And I took that spreadsheet that had about 30 accounts on it. And last year I had, I mean, I've been having some pretty hard years. Mental health is a big um, part of my brand and my family Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to attack that the best I know how. And part of that is using spreadsheets as therapy for me. Mm -hmm. So I started a project a year ago uh, called the Lash IG Spreadsheet. And I thought, well, what if I just went ham? Like, what if I just added all of the spreadsheets? How many people there? (laughs) I kind of have that like, how hard, how hard can it be, Gene? <laughs> like, I pick up a lot of, <laughs> I pick up a lot of um, hobbies and stuff. And sometimes I drop them, but I'm pretty stubborn. My husband calls me t- tenacious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, one weekend, it was a really hard weekend. Uh, long story, if you ever want to hear the story, just ask me. Uh, but I was in a hotel room crying. <laughs> Just adding as many, I know it sounds dramatic because it was, adding as many accounts as I I could find. And I started too large. I started with the world. I literally got to accounts and I was like, these are pictures of eyeballs, but I can't read them. (laughs) Um, So I really just wanted to collect all of the lash industry because there's so many nooks and crannies. There's different um, branches now that are coming off. And I really wanted to be, be that. But I, um, I reined it back in and I went to just the U S 
after about a month of like this is this is this is too much i clearly put off more than i could chew but even now with just the us which i hope to go into canada and uk because i can understand those two (laughs) countries um our two uh regions um i now have all 50 states represented i have um, 4,500 accounts that are now over this past year. And I literally just started by adding them to one list because I knew Google Sheets could handle yep. whatever I threw at it. And I really tested that. And then after two months, I decided, well, how could I make this interesting, this data interesting to other people? I find it fascinating. There's got to be someone else that will appreciate this data. Mm-hmm. Um so I kind of just started. And that is a theme, again, for my brand is just hard launching. Like, don't overthink it. I, just go. I'm, again, yeah, codependent. I think too much. I think about how other people are going to receive it. How do I make sure this is successful? I want to roadmap. No one has ever <laughs> been here before. This is really not my forte. But I decided to just go for it. So I just started launching the top 10s that who were growing the most. So the growth rate is um, proportional to the account size, which I thought was important because I didn't want to just recognize people that are just growing. The bigger you are, the more of a magnetic pool that you have in Instagram, the more relationship you have with Instagram, Mm -hmm. the more they're going to push you out, the more you're going to get back. So I wanted it to be like pats on the backs, high fives, like attaboys, whatever you did, keep doing that. Um, so I did it a growth rate, which is how many accounts they've gained the past month divided by where they started with at the beginning of, of the month. Yeah. And then putting right. that percentage um, because Google Sheets can organize all of your data, just putting that from biggest to largest. I did the top 10 of the US and then I did the top 10 of each state and then that grew to you know the top of each state. And now I have almost all 50 states with a top 10 of a positive 1% or greater. That was the key is I wanted to recognize that 1%. And that is really my goal is to just say 1% or higher growth. Like that is where we need to go. Just keep moving forward. And I think I've done some polls lately that if you have a 1% um, or higher growth rate, you're beating like almost 60% of all of the other accounts. Yeah, because most of them are just staying still. I love that. And I really love the way you've done it as well, because it just means like you could be a new lash artist. You could have like, you know, you could start off with 15 followers and have grown and then suddenly see yourself on this list of of growth against some, you know, all sorts of different charts. But it's really nice to see, especially I think when you're new or things aren't going as quickly in your business as you want, that, yeah, someone out there is recognizing the work that you're doing. And I think that is... uh, especially when it's something as public as Instagram. So I, I love that you're doing that. And it's just nice to, 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 like you said, see that someone has noticed the work that you're doing and, and that you're growing no matter what speed. So I love that you're doing that, Shawnee. Thank you so much for that. It has filled my heart so much. People have told me some amazing stories. I've had a crap month. I don't, you know, I've been really discouraged. This really came at the, the time that I needed some some uplifting news. This data is great. Like I just, I have been shocked every single time thinking that I was just like, who would like this? I'm such a weirdo. I, I mean, I've gotten a lot of big, like that is a lot. Wow. I can't believe you did that. Like, and it's, it feels a little bit like good for you, 
But then when they see it, they're like, oh, wow, this is cool. You know, yeah. and I, I just I'm I'm excited. I feel like I'm on like the rep team for spreadsheets. Just just yeah. make it Spread- them look better. <laughs> <laughs> spreadsheets are cool, guys. <laughs> they didn't go out yes, of fashion. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so just the nerd. Talking about spreadsheets again. So you in your business created your own spreadsheets to help you manage your business. And then mm-hmm. I guess you you mentioned it to some other people nearby and they were like, yes, this is amazing. And the one thing, tell me if you find this as well, or this is part of how why you like spreadsheets and, and things. I like the fact that in a spreadsheet, you can kind of see where everything, all the numbers are coming from. Because I, you know what, you know, I've worked with software for a long time and software can be great and it can simplify things and all sorts. But what I don't always like about software is you kind of, you put the information in and you do the daily bookings and you take the payments and all those kind of things. And then you come to do the reports and you're putting an enormous amount of faith in these reports that the developers got it right in the first place. And that the information that's coming out is is real and the way that you want to run your business. And whilst that can be useful, I've had so many frustrating times with with reports coming out of software because I'm like, this doesn't seem right to me and I can't see what data this is pulling in. So having a spreadsheet where you can kind of go, okay, well, I've got a feeling this is either right or it's not right and I want to know more. The thing that I love about spreadsheets, you can go and look at where, you know, line by line if you need to and and see where that's coming from so is that kind of something that that you like about it as well yeah it's super empowering it to Hmm. me it's kind of like lifting i don't this is an interesting analogy i don't know how cars work but if you lift up a bit of a car and you're starting to understand how it works if something goes wrong you have at least a, a beginning to know where to start or at least not where to start and i um think in every business when you have your you have an accountant, you have a bookkeeper, typically, um, that can help you empower you. Um, but having that relationship, most people go into this business, um, you know, kind of just not on accident. It's just how I needed all of this as as an accompaniment um, to be able to run, run it well, instead of just seeing where you go, you can actually make a goal. And then you have to in order to get to a goal, you have to track, which is crazy to me that so many people, you know, don't naturally have that, but you don't know what you don't know. And if you're not Mm. taught that, if your family is not that way, like, of course. So I'm not here to shame anybody. I'm here to say, of course, you don't know. Of course, you don't know. Like, let's just get you some tools. Let's have someone who like is not going to tell you you're stupid for it, but actually Mm -hmm. like that makes sense. Um, What questions do you have? I'm a big believer in there's no stupid questions. And when I started with my accountant, he helped me with QuickBooks and he was like my in-between to tell me, mm. help me understand the software. Um, I basically just created this and I want to be in the in-between of to help other people um, use this. And speaking of that, like it's just Google Sheets and there's a lot of people who are in this industry that are very private. They don't want anybody else knowing their books. They don't want anybody else knowing their data. And this is just saved to your local hard drive. So it's not even going to be shared with me. Mm -hmm. I'm just showing you how to use it. And then, 
you know, you can just have it. You don't have to give it to your accountant. Again, I am not here to judge, but you need to know how much money you are generating. Uh, what is your gross income? What is your expenses and what is your net? And then there's so many, so much other data that is just off of that. How many hours you work, how many days you work and all of that broken down, man, like you could really be in the driver's seat. All of a sudden pricing doesn't seem so intimidating because you're seeing everything broken down and you know, like what goes into it, you know, your work because you're seeing yeah. it in black and white. I love how passionate you get talking about spreadsheets. It's, it kind of, it kind of gives me tingles because I kind of feel <laughs> the same way. Um, but it's, we talk about it when I'm with my clients. So like, I talk about it in terms of pulling levers. It's like, it's like, if you, if you see it all there on a spreadsheet and you can kind of, you know, play with a number and be like, okay, well, what would happen if I changed this price? And what would happen if, you know, I did an extra 10 sales of this or a, a, an extra 20% retail sales? How would that affect everything? That's what I love because like you say, it's not just about looking back at like past performance. It's kind of like, well, what if this was different in my business? It, it really is kind of pulling back the curtains and, and, and seeing what's going on under the hood, exactly like you say. So, uh, so I love this. And You've kind of taken this to the next level as well, haven't you? So you've you've not just uh, taken these spreadsheets that you've created, but you've now turned again this into something, a tool to actually help other lash artists and, and other beauty business owners, right? So yes, and I'm my goal is to get this in the hands of educators. Honestly, um, to all of it is just I'm kind of reacting. I'm like, oh, I I need a virtual assistant now. I guess I'm going to get one of those. Oh, I. <laughs> I have a lot of questions for these people that are doing really well. I guess I'll start a podcast, which isn't officially a podcast yet. I know I told you, Jenny, <laughs> but I've still been doing the live because I just thought, well, if I have these questions, I'm sure everybody else have these questions. Uh, so then I got the financial tracker up and running and I realized I want to get these into the hands of educators. So they have something to, as an option, I'm not expecting everybody it to work for everybody, but you got to start somewhere. You have to have a tool to start with. And if this isn't for you, awesome, just start somewhere. So getting like an affiliate, I guess I need an affiliate program. I'm going to, that's coming in the future <laughs> of um, getting, yeah, these educators really just stocked with some options of um, how to really talk different styles with, with their students for getting their business kind of managed and yeah, in, in their control. In it's, it's such a powerful tool. I get, I, I get so many clients who, when I start working with them, they're either nervous of numbers or uh, think they're bad at numbers because they've never been taught properly. And I, I have genuinely lost count of the number of clients who I've started working with who have had some sort of feelings about that. And at some point in our journey, fairly quickly, they're like, I think I, I think I like numbers. I think I've, I think I've fallen in love with numbers in my business. And it's like, yes, because in a similar way to yourself, you've, you've made it accessible. You've shown them what they mean and how it's not got to be complicated to track things. It can actually be very simple. So if anyone is interested in finding out more about the financial tracker, Shawnee, where, where can they go to get some more information? So you can go to my Instagram at iHeartSpreadsheets and it's E-Y-E, yeah. Heart Spreadsheets. Um, and there in my link tree, you can find all of the links, including the last I use a subscription and then the last artist financial tracker. Uh, we're going to put the links to all of this in the show notes pages we should we should probably tell everyone shorty because it's, it's probably going to okay. come through in the recording as good as my editor is 
It's probably going to come through. I am currently in, uh, I've just moved to Spain, as anyone who's listening to the podcast will know. Uh, Shawnee didn't. She's just pulled a face like, whoa, what happened? Um, so we've just moved to Spain and currently in some rented accommodation with the world's worst internet. I think I could probably go and get a dial-up modem and be faster than, <laughs> than this is. Um, so we've been struggling with with this interview all the way through, but I hope, I think we've got the audio all good because I'm recording it on the web. So I hope it all comes through. But in case we've missed any of those links there, we're going to put those in the show notes for you. And Perfect. again, we had some lag go back. Shawnee was just about to tell me that there's more coming as well. So go for it, Shawnee. Tell us what else is coming. Well, I, I definitely knew I needed to start um, with a financial tracker. People don't want to talk about financials. Um, really, I wanted to talk about something other people wanted to talk about and kind of really and be like, look, Look how fun this can be to talk about data. <laughs> Let's talk about money. Um, but I have a lot more um, spreadsheets uh, that are going to come out that I've used. Um, really, all of them are just revamping and making them so other people can understand and use them. Um, and I have about four or five of those spreadsheets already up into the Lash IG subscription. And those are all free wow. to any of the subscribers. To They're kind of like, my guinea pigs. I just let them have everything for and try it out. Um, so if you're really interested and want to jump in, you can get all of those actually on the the subscription. But those will be coming out and I will package them. I'm trying to get myself into this creative flow because I've been mm -hmm. kind of feeling like, oh my God, I need this. Oh my God, I'm behind. When you there's so many, you have to build so wide yeah. when you're um doing a brand. It's not just about going tall. You have to go wide before you go. So I feel like I'm moving like little pieces and it's exhausting. And I, and it can be quite dis discouraging because I'm not good at all of those pieces. And I'm just like chomping at the bit to get to the creative part, which is for me, entrepreneurship is creative money-making. Mm -hmm. And to me, I like to use spreadsheets, I like painting with numbers, like that's kind of sounds so cheesy. Um, but this is how like, I feel really creative. And, I, and this is how I think I'm like a math brain and an artist because I see creativity and um, in the numbers and spreadsheets and how to make them I don't know, make Bring some I, um, one day I will even I think Yes. <laughs> yes. One day, I hope to even have one for married couples that are wanting to do um, different bank accounts, but wanting to figure out a good blend. Uh, I had to do that for my marriage. And so I have this whole system that I that figured out with our marriage. And one day, I hope to share it with other people. Um, it has created confidence um, and empowerment when I, I just really need something concrete to hold on to. And that's what I love and passionate about in numbers. And I, I'm excited to share it with anybody who will have me. <laughs> I really love that. And I love that everything you do really comes from the heart. It's it's numbers, but it's driven from the heart and and from that wonderful place of helping other people. So I I so thankful for what you're doing because it makes a huge different I difference, I think, when this analysis, these numbers, these spreadsheets, these these I always forget, is it right brain stuff, left brain stuff, right brain analysis kind of stuff. It, it's not something that comes naturally, generally in our industry. So to have it come from someone who has really lived it, understood that there wasn't anything there, created something 
that's not just like, oh, I think this might work for lash artists, but actually used it to power their own business and grow as well, I just think is so valuable. So thank you so much for doing that. And I wish you all the best. I will support you as much as I can and tell everyone about these spreadsheets and the uh, the index as well. So thank you for that. And uh, thank you so much for persevering with me on, on this call. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for ha- having me, Adam. Like seriously, I was just blessed with your forwardness. Be like, tell me about story. Because like, oh, I'm just feeling a little intimidated, but you are such a rock star. And watching you at LashCon, you were somehow so comfortable in your own skin, but totally like in, like you were, I don't know, you were just awesome to watch. I can't believe all the different talks that you added on. You were, you were <laughs> mind-blowing and in, in that you are in this kind of like me with such like an encouragement of just like, okay, like you can find your own little niche and you just say it with confidence. This is what I am. And yeah, I, I just, I really took a lot of confidence from and you're reaching out to me. So thank you. Well, I, I think it was entirely deserved. And I, I will always support anyone who's doing anything to both support others that comes from the heart and that they're truly passionate about as well. So uh, thank you for saying that. that. That means a huge amount to me. I was, yeah, I did basically go to Lashcon yeah. with, with the intention of like, no one is leaving this conference without knowing my name. <laughs> and I, I think I pretty much achieved that. We all knew. The, oh my gosh. The, the love that I've got from that. Killer. Oh, the karaoke. See, even that, I even was yeah. like, yeah, I, I have been on stage for at least 20 minutes. I better get up and do some karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my microphone? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Shawnee, thank you again so much for, for spending the time with me here uh, today. Uh, I will... Uh, Put all the links, like I said, guys, in the show notes. Go and check out Shawnee's uh, Instagram and her website and her stuff. She's amazing. She's wonderful. Huge heart, like I said. So thank you again. Well, look at that. I mean, I need to say a huge thanks again to Shawnee for her heart, her passion, and her patience for spending the time with me to record this episode. Honestly, the internet connection we had was appalling. It dropped out so many times when we were trying to record. And even when it was active, there was like this five to 10 second delay on the line between when I said something and when she actually heard me. So with that in mind, I want to give a huge shout out to an often unsung hero of the Beauty Business Podcast, and that is my editor, Jibril Monsanto. Now, when I sent the audio for this episode over to Jib, when we recorded it, I was sure that for the first time ever, he was just going to come back to me and say that we needed to re-record the whole thing. But I think you'll agree he's done an amazing job of cleaning everything up here so that you guys can enjoy the episode that we put together. So a huge thank you to Jib. You are indeed an audio podcast legend. Now, if you want to check out Shawnee's Instagram, you can find her at iHeartSpreadsheets, and that is I-E-Y-E, iHeartSpreadsheets. And when you follow her, you'll be able to see the amazing Instagram charts that she creates of account growth uh, for hundreds, if not thousands, of Lash Artists' Instagram accounts. Now, we'll put all the links to the tracker and everything else that we mentioned in the show in the show notes pages, which you can find, as usual, at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Now that's all for this episode of the show, but don't forget if you want to come and hang out with me whilst I help you add another 2 to 3k to your monthly revenue over the next few weeks, just look for the link in the episode description or pop me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com with the subject line of money and I'll get everything over that you need to know to join me. Until next time. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. 
My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 